Hi, I'm Kathy Ellen. Hi, I'm Ellen. And I'm Jaslyn. And, and we, we have High Expectations. Today we're going to be talking about boys. But specifically, three <laughs> specific boys. <laughs> we hope you've watched Gilmore Girls' original series. Series one through seven. Even seven, because it may be important. There's a lot of Logan in seventh, so... Yes, you'll need to have seen seven. So stop the podcast, go back and watch every single episode and then come back. Except for the revival. We're not going to be covering the revival today. So there's many things in this life that me and Alan agree on. Yeah. We're very good friends. Yeah. We agree on so many things. Musicals. Me too. Oh my God. Musicals are the best genre. Yeah. Musicals are the worst genre. I love hot drinks. I love tea. I sort of like mochaccinos. <laughs> And berry tea. <laughs> the Decemberists aren't a good band. Nah, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. On wow. I just, I haven't listened to them enough. They're a great band. <laughs> I'm just being funny and bringing up things that we don't agree on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I can only think of a few and now I'm like all dried up. So rom-coms are great. There's something we agree on. Anything exactly. with lots of cheese and salt is great. Like pizza or nachos. How do you, how do you feel about pineapple on pizza? I'm not a fan. I'm not... Pineapple on pizza is like the Logan of the world. Wow, okay. <laughs> I'm not not a fan of pineapple on pizza, but I don't typically put it on there. But if it is on there, I'm, I'm good. I feel like if it's on there, I might even eat it. But... Yeah, I don't get the hatred for it. So I'm having not... said all this, <laughs> there is something that threatens to tear our friendship apart. <laughs> and we're going to record it for your, all, your benefit. Because this is the final episode for the year. Oh yeah, this is our season finale. Season finale. Bye everyone. Alan and Kathy <laughs> Allen are off into the world for a couple of months and totally Gilmore Girl style. We're gonna backpack like Lorelai and Rory. No, we're not, but sort of. I would love to backpack like Rory and Emily. Yes, so you'd rather the Rory and Emily Europe trip would, than the Lorelai and Rory. I would totally Europe trip. I would totally go with Emily. Yeah, and I feel like the Lorelai and Roy one is so haphazard, and they run off to Ireland to try and like track Bono down just for lols, because they've heard a tip off that he's somewhere, and that's the sort of thing that would terrify me. And when they get to the end of their trip, they're like, oh, I'm so sick of horrible hostels. So I'm trying to mix it up. I'm not, I'm definitely never ever going to reach the Emily and Rory private jet, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but also, do you really want the Emily and Rory version of it? Because Rory goes sightseeing by herself. <laughs> I guess I don't want to hang out with Emily, <laughs> but I like the place that she stays. You like to stay in luxury. Well, yeah. But don't you like to have company to go, like, see? I do. I would like the Emily and Rory experience, but maybe with, if it was, like, Rory and Lane. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. Would you be Lane or Rory? No, you'd definitely be Lane, because Lane's cool and Rory isn't so cool. Anyway, we're not here to argue about yeah. how we feel about Rory, but let's we can stop. do that later. Let's we run stop. our conversation. Yeah. <laughs> let's stop bearing the lead. Alan. This is about the boyfriends. The boyfriends. There are three major boyfriends. People are passionate about which one is best for Rory. We're both uh, very strongly team Jess, me and Jaslyn. Incorrect. <laughs> Alan is team Jess somewhat naively. <laughs> I, however, know the true path to happiness, which is team Logan. Oh my God, expect... Fisty cups at dawn. Okay, so Come at me. What, I what think. You got? What have I got? Okay, I think that you like the luxury and the richness of life, 
and that's why you're like Logan. You want the Birkin bag, you want the private car to drive you around, you just want the the pretty blonde boy who dresses up but actually doesn't know what he's doing with himself and just kind of farts around and does and think life's a joke. Not the kind of like intellectual, interesting literary Jess. And you want the dark, brooding, <laughs> assaulting type who drops out of high school, abandons you. It's completely misunderstood. Completely, without any warning, he just <laughs> vanishes. That's he was what, young when he did that. That's what he you want young. in a boyfriend, someone he who came vanishes. Back, he came back later and he said to Rory, what are you doing with this guy when she was with Logan? So. And she should have said, what are you doing back in my life? You abandoned me. No, he came back and he said, no, my mum pointed out that Jess did come back. But Rory was wasting her time with Dean. I feel like bad we don't have a Team Dean supporter, but no one really supports Dean because Dean is the worst. At least we can agree that Dean's the worst. Yeah, let's refer to our poll. We did a poll on Twitter. And who won? I'll get to that result. <laughs> the answer may shock you. It won't. <laughs> okay, coming in at 4%. Dean. Oh my god, that's terrible. We had about 51 votes as well. Was F- it 54? 55 votes? 55. Team someone else, i.e. Paris, Marty. Who? Just somebody else. Who'd be Team Marty? I'm sorry to report, at a 38%, Team Logan, we tried hard team. Fell. Bad. flames. at 49%. That's a big, that's a big difference. Team Jess. As I have pointed out to Alan, Jess may be the winner of this poll, but if Logan, someone else, and Dean all came together in some kind of polyamorous coalition, <laughs> Jess would be shut out. How does that work? Explain that to me. I'm not reading at maths. Well, 4 plus 38 plus 9 is higher than 49. <laughs> I guess. But, like, when you're going for a president... You've got a sec- your first and second party candidates, and you have your third party candidate. And so you wouldn't be like, oh, you know, if Hillary and the third party candidate teamed up, then they'd beat Trump. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> well, no. The winner is the winner, you know? Maybe Rory will be into having three lovers. You don't know. Well, she obviously is. It's not. Because she chops and changes them all the time. Like oh, I was yeah. just saying, like, when Jess comes to see her at Yale and he says, run away with me, we can go and have a life together, she rejects him for Dean. Like, I think she was on summer holidays, so I guess you wouldn't want to, like, drop your whole university career, which is something else we should talk about, you know, that Rory has mm. life beyond the boyfriends and run away with Jess. But you could have had, like, a fun fling with him, but she chooses Dean, and Dean is the actual worst, according to your poll, so... Dean is and really just, unpleasant. Just all of his actions. I feel like we could have a whole podcast on just how much of Dean sucks. First off, that hair. What is up with his hair throughout the whole series? The like, drapes. he always has a bad haircut. The only time he looks vaguely good... Is when he has that construction job and he kind of cleaned up his act a little bit, but he quickly gets gross again. Yeah, Dean is gross. And I feel like Jess and Logan always have great hair. Logan is beautiful. <laughs> I do admit that Jess is quite a looker. <laughs> oh, Milo. So let's put down our, um, our Gilmore Girls credentials. Okay. Oh, yeah, go on. And outside of Gilmore Girls credentials, because I've got some good ones too. You ready? <laughs> okay, you go first then. I have seen the full season first series of Gilmore Girls once. I have seen it maybe three or four times. I spent one year just watching Gilmore Girls and it was my first year of honours and I did that instead of honours mainly. 
this is my first year watching Gilmore Girls. <laughs> so I did not have to wait nine years to see the new episodes. <laughs> I didn't either, actually, to be fair. What lucky. <laughs> what are your outside Gilmore Girls credentials? Oh, outside? No, I don't have any outside Gilmore Girls credentials. I just thought you meant, like, which boyfriend is better because Jess is obviously better because Alexis Bledel was with Milo for seven years. They had an actual relationship off screen. So, obviously, Alexis was the team Jess. Wow, I did not know that. Yeah. Okay. Interesting, yeah. All right, okay. <laughs> so, when I first started watching Gilmore Girls and Dean came on the scene, I said to Alan, she was like, where are you up to? And I said, oh, this guy Dean's sniffing around. Mm-hmm. It was like Dean and Tristan, I think. Oh, yeah. And you were like, ooh, Dean. Yeah. <laughs> and then when Jess started sniffing around, I didn't like Dean, but I didn't like Jess either because he was like a bad boy. And I felt like... <laughs> Rory could be better than this bad boy. And just a side note, just full disclosure, Jaslyn always hates bad boys. If I've been like, I'm seeing this new guy or girl, but it's never had come up with a girl. Because <clears throat> girls don't even have bad boy names because they're boy names. <laughs> and <laughs> and I'll be like, their name is, insert name here. And she'll be like, sounds like a bad boy. Don't go there. You, from the name, <laughs> will have already decided. But mind you, we did that a lot. <laughs> like, will this name sound okay. good with mine? <laughs> Jess and Rory, great. Rory and Logan, too long. Too many syllables. Jess is just one syllable. <laughs> okay, so anyway, I I mentioned that I was like, when is this Jess guy going to like fuck off out of town? Because he's like really annoying. Probably pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> and Alan was like, Jess is like, great, I won't hear a bad word said about him. <laughs> and I was thinking, really? He redeems himself that much? Because he's a huge jerk at first. Jess is the best figure all the rest. He's a misunderstood person. He's too smart for everyone. He's too smart for the system, and he doesn't like it, and it makes him frustrated. Also, his mum, like, completely abandoned him. Wouldn't that make you a bit angry, if you were a young man? Sure. <laughs> you know, he he was well looked after, and he had a nice little life in Stars Hollow. But I think what ultimately just ruins it for me is that he kind of left Rory in the worst possible way. One day he was just gone. And that is hard, and I can't forgive that. Okay, is leaving Rory in the lurch, as a young man who's seriously screwed up, worse than oh Logan? Actually, let's talk about Logan. Let's like, talk about Dean, let's talk about Logan, because Logan's, Logan's the outside of this. Is that worse than having a conversation with her and making her think you're on a break, and then being like, oh no, actually we're broken up and I've slept with a bunch of other girls? How are you going to deal with that, Team Logan? Okay, from my memory of this one watch of Gilmore Girls, <laughs> I believe that this all goes back to, like, friends, right? Yes. Ross and Rachel. We were on a break. break. Logan was on a break so that he could do whatever he wanted. Is that your definition of a break? I do not believe that Logan cheated on Rory. Well, if she was under the impression that they were still in a relationship and they were in a monogamous relationship... Because, as Logan says, Rory, you're not just the type of girl that you date. And that was why he didn't really want to get involved with her, because he can't keep his dick in his pants. Case in point, and sleeps with a bunch of other girls. Admirable that he resisted for so long, because he... Admirable knew. that he resisted for so long! Oh my god! Good old Logan! Didn't cheat on Rory! Good for him! He no, did no. cheat on Rory, though. He did. Not, not, re- <laughs> not that he was able to resist... <laughs> Rory, but then oh my he god, was he like, a middle. He could keep his dick in his pants. He was like, hey, look, I'm a bit of a player right now because I'm young 
and I don't want to like mess you around. If we're but gonna use that because he fell in love with her, oh my god, and so strongly that he bought her gave a up his bag. Hey, wave. He gave her. He looked after her so well because he, he had so much money to nothing. throw at the wall, and he was really encouraging of everything in her life. He always called her ace. <laughs> He wanted her to do so well, and he wanted nothing to be a struggle for her. Well, Jess wanted Rory to be happy. He, he didn't just want to give her privilege and give her money and make everything easy for her. Logan is in the same, basically, neighbourhood as her grandparents. Old money, privileged, doesn't know anything better. And Jess actually knows life. Like, he's experienced life, and he's independent and can look after himself. And he does. He proves to. But he, he does make a move, you know raving success but he doesn't have that privileged background and the trust fund to you know just become an immediate success like logan does and that's why i don't like people like logan because they have privilege and they don't appreciate any other low-income backgrounds or majority of people in the world and america that's what jess represents he is the working man's boyfriend he is the anti-capitalist boyfriend <laughs> <laughs> for someone who like don't you want like the best Someone like I'm not saying like choose money over love. She, I think she generally she really loved Logan, right? And I think if Logan was not rich, she would still be with Logan. Mm. Maybe you would like Logan more. If Logan wasn't rich, would I like Logan more? Would he stop being so smarmy? He's so smarmy. Every time I see his face, I'm like, dude, what in joke is it that you were telling? You know. Like, he looks like he's trolling everyone all the time. Because he is trolling everyone all the time. Like, what about the way that he interacts with Marty? Because he thinks he's just, like, in the service industry and is lonely and works in a low-income job. And, you know, because Marty actually has to earn money to get his way through Yale. What about the way that he treats Marty? That's unacceptable. I think that he learned a lot from being with Rory. He became more grounded. And I think that Rory became less anti richer people as well because she did he she, well yeah did Roy, logan actually learn things when he was with rory was it not while he was with rory that he did that stupid thing where he flew the plane and then they like crashed or whatever and he ended up in hospital was that a smart thing with like life and death brigade definitely continued he didn't stop being part of the life and death brigade it's like boys might be boys devil might yeah you know what i don't like about him he's also a fuck boy <laughs> wow He's definitely, he's definitely like boys will be boys like I can do whatever I want Rory because I'm privileged because I'm a man because I'm white because I'm rich he had friends that he enjoyed taking adrenaline risks with and yeah I think he made some bad choices but also <laughs> the first time he took Rory into that secret society and like gave her like a full like insider's perspective he like helped her break her fears of being up high and taking that risk and jumping and she was so excited about that but then like why can't we see rory find things for herself like why does she always have to have a boyfriend that helps her get to that place actually there's something else we can talk about it's like what about rory just as a person what about as a character on her own when we're not considering the boyfriends rory was raised to reject anyone giving her any kind of assistance or handouts because Lorelai, her mother. Ah, but she takes was... so many handouts. That's just so not true. And, and that's yeah, and that's and that's the thing, right? Lorelai is so like against getting help from her parents, but every time she needs it, she asks she for gets it. it. Yeah, exactly. And but Rory even more so. She spends a lot of time with her grandparents. It actually rejects Lorelai and then just goes and lives there. But let's talk about Jess. 
Let's talk about Jess. Why I really like Jess. I think... Oh, I always really like Jess. I mean, I can't... He is kind of a brat when he's young, but I think that he has a lot of good reasons to be. He didn't really have a good upbringing. His dad left him. His mother couldn't handle him. And I think he was just... He was really bright, but he didn't like the school system. And I identified with that a lot. Like, just not... You know, actually being... You know, really intelligent in other ways, but not having that recognised within the systems that we're part of. So when he went to school, he just couldn't be bothered because he was bored, because he probably already knew it all. One of the early scenes which we see him in is when he gives Rory a book, and he's written in the, written stuff in the columns, like little notes, and that for me would be mm-hmm. like the most romantic thing. Like he is just a that. book lover's dream. I'll give you that one. <laughs> the other thing that he does later on in the series, which is, like, the icing on top of the cake for me, is that he opens up his own independent bookshop where they also have, like, a, a magazine or basically a zine that they publish yeah. quarterly. And it's, like, this shared creative space, which has basically mm-hmm. been my dream to open up something like that. Highly unrealistic, of course, but it's Gilmore right. Girls. And Jess has just always kind of had that, I don't need anyone else, like, just really makes a life for himself. Even if he has to sleep on a mattress on his friend's floor, he'll chase his dreams. Whereas I don't feel like Logan has any dreams. I think that Logan is similar to Lorelai in that he's seen as a disappointment by his parents. In that he doesn't want to follow in the same dreams as his parents. And he rebels against that and he tries to find his own path. Eventually they kind of break him in the end. That is really sad. And he kind of aggresses disappointing but he definitely tried to like go his own way and you know falls on his face once or twice but really I, I identify with Logan I think in that he has the type of personality feet traits not entirely that I have in that I'm always looking out for friends when they need it and like oh you need somewhere to stay just come stay with me you know like oh you can't do this I'll go to dinner or something he's generous he's very generous but I don't feel as generous in a showing off way I think it's generous and I, I care about you <laughs> and I don't want you to think that you can't roll with me because of my lifestyle choices and I want you to be involved in them so I'll do what I can to like bring you along with me mm-hmm. and also if you're living in some moldy dingy old run down apartment and you would prefer to stay in a nice warm dry place come stay with me <laughs> I want to bring some attention to my friend Layla, who lives in Canada. She was the first one to ever show me Gilmore Girls back in 2013, because she was encouraging me to watch Gilmore Girls. Mm-hmm. And she showed me one episode, and I was like, I don't get this. They're just sitting around at dinner all the time. Mm-hmm. What's so appealing? So as I was bringing the series to a close, I was kind of keeping her up to date with what I was up to. She said... Question of the ages, who, if any, would you have wanted for Rory's ending? And I said, I actually became fond of Logan in the end. He was the nicest to her. And I also said, it's a shame nothing ever happened with Marty. I feel like he kind of could have had a shot for a bit. Really? Well, he was a nice guy, right? Marty. Marty is the, yeah, exactly, the nice guy. He's like, I was a nice guy, therefore you should have let me in your pants. That is Marty all over. I think that she wanted to get with him at one point, but... She did Tommy not. Was never right. She never, never, which was never into okay, anyway, Back to Layla. <laughs> she says, I'm also a Logan supporter. He's the only partner she became a better person with. 
Marty got raw deals everywhere, but is also the typical too nice guy. Thank you. Who gets clobbered and really gets the girl. I don't know. I feel like he's just like, I'm a nice guy. He's the friend zone kind of guy. He's a character trope rather than an actual character. Yeah, he kind of... But we never, kind of maybe you're right. Maybe we never really get to know Marty that well. And also there's that really interesting scene where they all go out for dinner and they spend like over $100 at a Chinese restaurant with Logan and his friends. And they never, they don't think twice about dropping the bill. But then Marty leaves and he's like, I can't afford this, but I don't want other people to have to pay for me because that's humiliating. Yeah. that's that's a, And that's a really hard scene. And like it makes you think that there might be more to Marty than we actually see. But then that whole thing happens where he dates like Rory's friend and he pretends he doesn't know her. And I'm like, come on, dude, grow up. Yeah, that was unnecessarily awkward. And it was it was Logan who revealed it. But it wasn't there wasn't like a bad Logan moment. I feel like that was just a I feel like everybody should talk to each other if they know each other and not be children yeah. moment. And then I feel that Logan's really surprised with the fact that Rory is playing along with the game. I feel like I should give more context to this. So Rory and Marty are really good friends in one of the earlier seasons when she's at Yale. But he's really into her in a romantic sense and she just wants to be friends. And then mm. he ends up being like, I can't be around you anymore because I want to be with you. You don't want to be with me and we can't have a friendship, which is fine. Yeah. That's that's legitimate. But then sometime later in the later seasons, is it the seventh season even? Six or seven, yeah. Six or seven. Um, he is with one of Rory's annoying friends. And, and she refers to him as only as boyfriend. Boyfriend this, boyfriend mm. that, which is so annoying. So annoying. And so Rory has no idea who who her friend's boyfriend is. I can't remember her friend's name. What's she called? You saw Rory sooner than me. What's the name of the actress? She's in the, like, the mm. B in Apartment 23. Yeah. <laughs> We're just calling her friend. <laughs> friend. Boyfriend. Ah! Like, she's a really famous actress and she's in Breaking Bad and stuff and she's in Jessica Jones. What is her name? <laughs> is it, like, Kristen... Kristen... Ritter? Anyway, just to cut a long story short... She goes out with Marty, and then when Rory realises that it's Marty, he pretends in front of her friend that he never had a thing for her, they didn't know each other. And yeah, he has absolutely no idea who Rory is, and Rory is faced with the decision to be to be upfront and say, hey, he actually had a thing for me, or just to kind of keep the peace and not say anything. And Rory decides to not say anything. And then, of course, the cat's let out of the bag by Logan. I actually know Logan, and they all go out for dinner, and Logan says, I can't do this anymore. They know each other. That's right, yeah. eh? Logan gets put into a position where he needs to lie about it. Yeah. And he refuses to lie. And he doesn't want to be an extension to that lie. Yeah. Oh, well, that's actually admirable. I'll give you that one. Yes. Logan. <laughs> um, the girl is played by Kristen Ritter. Kristen Ritter, okay. It's Kristen with a Y. So, yeah, I'm not Team Marty for those reasons. Really immature. I think what made me really, really, really fall for Logan was when the Graham was in the hospital for the heart attack oh he shows up doesn't he and logan was there with rory like so much helping her out bringing the coffee being there for the family and christopher wasn't yeah christopher wasn't logan could be doing so much other stuff but everything was dropped because nothing mattered than rory being looked after by her boyfriend and business didn't matter anymore and i like that but business doesn't really ever matter to logan It does. <laughs> he he aspires to be a successful businessman. Does he really? I, yeah. I feel like I feel like what you were saying before about how he was broken and just kind of goes into the well, family business. He went business. for it. He he went for his own kind of kind of empire, business empire in a way. 
I don't think he knew what he wanted to do. I think he's in the same position as Rory. I mean, I know Rory, Rory has dreams. That's the difference. She wants to be a journalist. But Rory spends a lot of the time kind of floating around and isn't sure of herself, especially towards the end of the series. I don't feel like Logan ever knows what he wants to do with himself. And he's always had money. So he's like, well, what's the point in having dreams and aspirations of... Well, like, there's nothing to for me to get out of it. Logan was trying to do his own, buying that business, and, and then it kind of fell on his face, and the business were like, lawsuits and stuff. And so it all kind of came crashing down because he lost all his money. Kathy says that Logan is the Chuck Bass of Gilmore Girls. How do you feel about that? I would agree, agree with that to, to an extent. <laughs> Chuck Bass is more of a cartoon than Logan. <laughs> Chuck is definitely a bit more problematic than Logan, for sure. <laughs> A bit more problematic. I feel Logan is problematic in a lot of ways. I've already outlined them. But yeah, Chuck Black Bass is more problematic. Like, yeah. he has consent issues. Yeah, he does. Logan doesn't have consent issues. <laughs> Logan is that... They, they both speak in a similar in a similar tone. <laughs> it's kind of a real kind of low, kind of whispery, kind of calming talk. They both like to wear suits. I like that. I feel like the team is more... They're generous, but they're like nonchalantly generous. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not trying to show off with the generosity. They're just... It's no big deal to them. Just like, oh, of course, come. Well, of course it's no big deal to them because money's never made a big deal to either of them. But he never, but he never throws it in, in anyone's face. Yes, he does! When? At the restaurant. When they're all, like, spending up large and he's like, don't worry, Marty, I'll pay for everything. And when he just buys Rory a Birkin bag. Okay, let me just lay this down. Let me just break this down, the Birkin bag. All right. Do you know what a okay. Birkin bag is? Vaguely, yeah. Vaguely. Okay, so... I, I'm, I'm not hugely knowledgeable about it, but I'm definitely not in the Rory Gilmore camp of like, what is this? Which is like, seriously, you've never heard of a Birkin bag? Like, we've heard of a Birkin bag. Mm-hmm. So a Birkin bag, especially at the time, were these designer bags where they were incredibly coveted to the point where there was a wait list for them. So they're very, very, very expensive and very hard to get hold of. But of course, Logan has connections, so he manages to get Rory a Birkin bag, which isn't just a bag. It's not even just a designer bag. It's a huge gesture. It's like... Look how much money I have. It's a status symbol. That's the Birkin bag. If, if you break it down, it's basically him just throwing the fact that he can basically buy her the moon. But... It might as well have been the golden fleece. Rory wasn't coveting a Birkin bag. And? So it wasn't like she was like, I wish I had a Birkin bag. And he was like, I was using my mind to give it to you. But I he think in like, her wildest dreams, I don't know like if you understand, bag. like in her wildest dreams, she would be like, there's no point in getting a Birkin bag. It's like, at my work, everybody wants a water tank, an emergency water tank. So they're basically the Birkin bag. Or in a McGovern, they're called. In Casablanca, everybody wants leaving visas. That's what the Birkin bag is in the world. You know, it's it's the ice cream donut cone. But, okay. but like times a million. Getting these Birkin bags is incredibly hard. They are 100% in status symbol. Right. And he's 100% saying, I can buy anything for you, babe. The fact that the point was lost on Rory is irrelevant because he was trying to say, oh, you're so precious to me. I'm going to show you that I have so much money and power and okay. status just okay. to impress the pants off so you. It was maybe a, an overly generous present, but my checkmate to you, Alan, the rocket. What's the rocket? Rocket he gives Rory... Before going away. Oh, so he gives her a sentimental gift, so it makes up for the fact that it obviously just disproved you. It's not you. just a sentimental gift, it's a really lovely, meaningful gift. What about how... Um... <laughs> what about how I've Jess got brings... You. You're on the no, road, no, no, no. What about how Jess brings her the book that he wrote? There you go. He wrote, like, a whole book. He, can write, he wrote a book. He's, like, under 
you know, 25. And he wrote a whole book. I've got a, What's Logan done with his life? I've what ambition got, he, has he I'm got? I'm holding something you wrote in my hands right now. It's a zine written by you. Yeah. Are you in love with me? <laughs> yes. It's just like a, a romantic gesture. Yes. You wrote it, so you're going to give it to me? Well, no, but Jess isn't in love with her anymore, but it was like a token of his friendship and admiration and care for her. It's like, <laughs> I wanted you to read this, my work. I, I Sharing Try. my work with other people is incredibly hard for me. So when I do share with other people, it's like, here, I specifically shared this with you because I value your opinion. I know you won't crush my spirit and we can trust each other and we care about each other. Jess and Rory have a bond that go beyond years. It goes, yeah, it just doesn't matter in what circumstances they're in. They're always good friends. They can always talk to each other because they have a really good bond. I feel like she was so happy with Logan. (laughs) But she went through some of the hardest rocket, times in her life I would be like, Rogan. oh my god, it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she went some hard times, but that's because she was getting older. And more shit happens when you're older. And he was always there for her throughout it all. But what about when he went away and like on that plane crash and does a life and death brigade? What about when they went on a okay. break and she thought it was just a break, then it was a breakup and he was sleeping with okay. a bunch of other girls? We've covered the honor break thing, okay? <laughs> And what he, about at the beginning of their relationship when he just like pushes her away, pushes her away, she was pushes her away, and she's crying on the bathroom floor? What about all those times? He was looking out for her interests. Also, when Rory and Jess were together, they were just kids. They were sixteen, and shitty stuff happens, and people are shitty to each other when you're sixteen. Your brain isn't fully developed. But maybe in later life, like you know, the self-publishing Jess, the future Jess of the you know revival, we know he's going to be in there. We don't know what he's going to be like yet. Brexit, nah, not Brexit. We don't know that yet, but maybe that future Jess will be very appropriate for Rory. I'm very interested to find out. One thing that I find interesting about Jess, he's so concerned about his image and his look, and that when he arrived in California, he's walking around the sunny, hot-ass beach. What's he wearing, Alan? Do you really want to talk about What's he wearing pride and appearance? Time? What do you, do you really want to talk about pride and appearance? He's a university student and he wears a suit, like, way too often. Come on, Logan. And, oh, what about when Rory dresses in that adorable suit for her, like, grandparents' wedding? And he's like, I don't want to kiss you. You look like a dude. I don't want to kiss a dude. What about that? You want to talk about clothes? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, that did annoy me that he was kind of so weird How are you going to defend this? You're Logan apologist. You're Logan apologist. Yeah. That was problematic. But I also want to say that Rory looked hot as fuck in that suit. There should be more, like, best woman out there. (laughs) I agree with you. (laughs) Okay. I feel like my passion's out enough. Agree to disagree. But what I think we should talk about is... Amy Sherman Palladino has said, I wish people wouldn't concentrate so much on Rory's boyfriends and would concentrate more on her career. What do you think of that? That's fair. The boyfriends don't make the woman. The woman makes the woman. Yeah, exactly. A shitty boyfriend can hold a woman back. And I feel like Rogan did not hold her back. <laughs> the time that she's with Logan, she is at peak worst. Actually, that's, that's untrue. I think peak worst is when she... Cheeks with Jane. Dean. Jane. What's happening to my wife? Yes. That is the absolute shit. I feel like we need to talk about that a little bit. This to say, I feel like Dean is the worst because what are his redeeming features? I'd love to talk to a team Dean because when you talk to me about Logan, I'm like, you're right, he is generous. 
You're right, he does look good in a suit. Right, there are some redeeming features there. I'm still firmly team Jess, but I can be like, okay, so as a second contender, I can understand why people like Logan so much. But I feel like a lot of people are pulled in by the fact that I actually have had somebody say to me, I'm team Logan because I want somebody to buy me a Birkin bag. They like the fact that he comes with all these extra frills and he can take you out to a really nice expensive dinner. But I feel like Jess has a genuine heart, and that's why the majority of people are Team Jess. Also, he's incredibly hot. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, yeah, he goes down to California in his, like, jacket and stuff, but he's got to stay hot. You know? Wouldn't it be a letdown if he was just like, oh, let's wear some shorts? I can't imagine Jess in shorts. Can you imagine Logan in shorts? Maybe there's an episode yes, where he's in shorts. I think Logan would look great in t-shirt and shorts. Yeah. I think Jess would look awkward. Maybe that's why he keeps on his leather jacket at the beach. We can agree that in the reality where Jess and Logan are real and options for us to date, we wouldn't be fighting over which one we want because I'll go Logan, you go Jess. Right. And we're all happy, right? Yeah. 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 We've just been joined by special guest, not even a guest, co-host. He's just (laughs) out to join us now. Kathy Allen. Hi, everybody. Hello. Hi, Kathy. Hi. Hi, Ellen. Hi, Jocelyn. Hi. Now we have heard that you are actually one of the 9% of people on our poll <laughs> who are team someone else and who was your someone else? Oh okay it's funny because on the poll I chose team Paris. Oh because no but there was team on the poll there was team Logan, team Jess, team Dean and oh, team someone else. Yeah so I'm team someone else. So I began by being team Dean because I really identified with Rory when I was younger when I was watching this and I think I was like 12 or 13 when I watched Gilmore Girls in, in especially season one. Of course Rory was a bit older but I just... I loved how sweet Dean was at the time, but it's only once I, be- I grew up and I realised how absolutely, ugh, what a drip he is, and how, he, I find him quite boring, really. Like, I think their relationship just went into a very bad place when stuff went down once he was married to Lindsay. Yeah, we've covered that. We've I'm sure you have. <laughs> that was awful, and I think, because we, we were kind of mapping out the worst Logan and Jess moments, and we said that both of them are bet by... Dean, his stupid decision to, and Rory's stupid decision to go there. Definitely. I think, thinking about it now, I don't know why I liked Dean, because when I think about it, his behaviour was quite obsessive and just didn't allow her any freedom as well. He was quite possessive over her. Whereas when someone came along like Jess, like Jess offered her something completely different. Jess was the bad boy, and he just, oh my God, she chased after him, or he just... He excited her in a way that Dean never did. So I can absolutely understand her attraction towards Jess. Logan, I cannot stand. I think he is incredibly smarmy. I can see why he is sexy. Um, but I, I would not I would not trust him with my life. He just would lead anyone astray. And he'd only care about himself. He is the Chuck Best of Gilmore Girls. Oh, I just said that before. Oh, damn it. I'm glad you said that. Uh, (laughs) Sorry, I didn't realise you'd be here. No, it's alright. So, actually, I've been Team Paris for a while. I, you know, being a raging queer that I am, I think Paris and Roy have such a sparring off of each other. And it's really fun to watch. And especially when they're at Chilton together, uh, when they had that infamous scene when they had to when they had a stage kiss and also when oh, they actually no they had a kiss on the beach once about um, oh yes they did when they yeah. went away yeah that was that was great so that was cool some queer content i don't i can't remember how we really felt about it but paris is so 
fascinating. She just has so much energy and Such a she's good character. oh, she's in control all the time and I, she seeks control and to be able to feel comfortable, I think, in her environment. And I just find it fascinating. I would myself, if I was in Gilmore Girls, be attracted to Paris, I think, because of her energy and because she's an alpha woman. So that's my answer, Team Paris, all the way. <laughs> Jasmine and I have agreed that we can't really ship Rory and Paris because they just don't really, we can't really see them together. No, I know, that's the thing, right? I don't think the chemistry would be any good. I'm only really, I'm, I'm thinking Paris, ideally. But Rory does talk some sense into Paris and always stands by Paris, even when she's being a complete maniac. She does, eh? Like, they have a good friendship. Yeah. I really appreciate that. Yeah. I have really mixed feelings about Rory, and so do a lot of people on the internet. Mm. But I think Rory's a really important character, because this isn't just a happy-go-lucky series. There's a lot of that happy-go-lucky quirkiness. But if there wasn't any drama, or upsets, or problems, then it would be a very boring series, wouldn't it? Mm. I I think in people's minds, Gilmore Girls is a comfort food. Yes. (laughs) Nothing too bad ever really happens in Stars Hollow. So... It's comforting that way that you're not going to have someone be suddenly shot or killed or yes, murdered. True. But it's just, just more like general life dis- disappointments that happen. Which is so relatable yeah. as well because in most of our lives people don't die all of a sudden. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. other than grandfathers dying. Yeah. Or things like a great aunt dies, you know. That sort of thing happens in real life. But it's not every day that we face like massive tragedies in the kind of worlds we live in. Right. But yeah, I was just gonna. I think that um, Rory gets kind of a hard lot, and also she does some things which I think have, are still kind of notorious. Like when she does an internship under Logan's dad, I don't know his name, Mr. Hansberger, who owns a conglomerate or something <laughs> of heaps of different newspapers and magazines. Yeah. And she manages to get an internship with one that he's just bought up, and then at the end of her internship there, they have a meeting, and he says, "I don't think you've got it. I've seen a lot of," which is always like, "Oh, uh-huh. it's like mm. your biggest dreams being." I've had that moment as well when I've read a professor write, you can't really write very well on my report, and it's just right there in the heart. But but then you've got to pick yourself up and just keep doing it, which I think after Rory has a seriously huge hiccup for dropping out of Yale, not finishing one of her tests, and living with her grandparents and joining the, what are they called? The Daughters of the American Revolution. Yeah. (laughs) The DAR, that's what they're called. (laughs) which is bizarre and kind of like wow why would you put your life on hold for that long just over one comment but you can kind of understand but it's also huge exaggeration right Mm. Rory Cross just needed a gap here and that's fair and I think young people especially now are very floaty and not sure what they're doing because we live in a very different world than our parents or grandparents did and and there's a lot of generational tension in Gilmore Girls there's generational tension between Lorelai and Emily but there is also a lot of tension at moments between Lorelai and Rory because they're trying to reconcile being friends because they're always like best friends but it's hard to be best friends with your own mother because then Lorelai has to be like put on her mother hat and be like maybe you shouldn't sleep with a married man and that's jarring as well yeah yeah it's, it's a constant, like you say, seeking that harmony between the two. Emily has unrealistic expectations of Lorelai, and she expects Lorelai to live life the way that she does and have the sort of job that she does and expect to have the privilege and money that Emily has because she could offer all of that for her and more. But Lorelai rejects that. Yeah. Yeah. Because of their tense relationship. Yeah, and so I think that Rory and Lorelai have very tense moments because I think Rory has a different understanding of relationships than Lorelai does. Even though Lorelai comes across as very free and easy and kind of bohemian, I think that Rory sees that relationships are more nuanced and perhaps more complicated than Lorelai does. Mm. Can you explain yourself a bit more? I think Lorelai's looking for the one. 
And not that I don't like yeah. ship Lorelai and Luke harder than anyone else. I think Lorelai's problem is that she's always looking for a happily ever after. So Krista fulfills that role for a time, and then Luke always is going to fulfill that role. Mm -hmm. But Rory's relationships are more complex. Mm -hmm. I think, at the end of the day, no one's going to agree with me on this, and and, you know, Mm -hmm. maybe this will all be revisited, but I don't think any of the boyfriends are actually appropriate for Rory. I don't think so either. Because, I don't know if, how highly Rory values relationships. Also the other problem is, Alexis Bledel has no chemistry on screen with anyone ever. Oh, she really doesn't. I'm, I'm, it's a disappointment. You know, it's just her. Um, mm, which, do, which probably doesn't help with all these relationships that we're observing and trying to, if we're wanting to ship any one of them. Also, yeah, I I think now, while we've focused on, I haven't been here for most of the podcast, while we've focused on, um, I assume, what relationship you feel is most compatible for Rory? Is that correct? Or basically just like yeah. he's better because no, he's better because <laughs> that has been most of the podcast. That's so much fun. That's great. I just yeah. think yeah, you're right though about them being like you know Rory's more than just her relationships. It's fascinating to analyze them all because it shows that every relationship brings out a different aspect of her, and she's able to explore those different areas with each new person. But I think it's just the writing of the show. It doesn't really. You see her relationship with her mother, you see her relationship with her boyfriends and then with her grandparents and what else, and her friends, but what else is there, you know? Like, you, do we ever get to see Rory just as Rory? Or is she always aiming to achieve her career goals or her artistic creative goals? Or You know what I mean? Am I making any sense? Totally. She's a highly, yeah. highly ambitious person. She is. We think we know that. She reads. <laughs> this is true. Maybe that's something, no, but that's something that she fought against though, eh? That you know, back at school, they're all like, you need more hobbies. And she said, well, I like to read. I'm a literary person. What's wrong with it? They always try to force her to be somebody she's not at school, which is interesting. They're like, why are you Mm. such a loner? And it's like, I'm not a loner. I just like to be alone. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So that's actually a major part of her personality, especially early on. That's true. But Mm. I don't know. I feel like Rory is quite neutral. Mm. She's often, although she does have conflicts, she's often quite like, do you feel that she's quite neutral? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, she doesn't really cause problems. She's a bit non-confrontational. Yeah, Compared to Lorelai, she's really quite... In Paris? Oh, gosh, yes. It's probably why she gets along with these personalities so much because she offers them a sounding board and, like, a groundedness that they can flare about with all their arguments and their anger, but she doesn't meet them on that same level. I wonder how much different Gilmore Girls would be if Rory's character was more like Paris's character. Oh, my gosh. Wow. They're very different. She have a lot of internal issues. <laughs> So my, my last potentially controversial opinion is mm-hmm. Luke aside, or maybe when they're secluded, I think the happiest I ever saw Lorelai in a relationship was with Jason Styles. I thought you were going to say Digger. I think we don't really see... I think they had amazing chemistry. Wow. We don't really see Lorelai with many other people though. She kind of has a revolving door of relationships. She does. When I was first watching Gilmore Girls back in 2013... That episode had Jason at at the dinner table, and I did not like that actor. And I thought, I don't want to watch a whole series with this guy every episode, like, banging on at a dinner table. I didn't know he was, like, more of a shorter arc. But when he was introduced, and I was like, oh, my God, Alan, that's that guy I've been talking to you about. Like, when's he going to come? You you couldn't work out who I was talking about. No, I actually said, maybe it's Digger, for some reason. And I had no idea who that was. (laughs) But seeing him... Chemistry with Lorelai, I thought she was really, really happy, and he was really good to her as well. And then I, I can't remember why they broke up, but it was probably something really no Lorelai. It was something really innocuous that she just like. 
Oh, they okay. broke up because Richard... Okay, so wh- why we introduced to Digger is because he's the son of the one of the higher-up people in Richard's company, and they basically start to out Richard out and try to push him towards retirement so they can get somebody right. younger in. And Richard's like, I'm not standing for this. I'm going to go out and do my own business because I'm still very young and capable. Uh-huh. And he gets Jason Styles. He gets the son of the high-up CEO or CFO, whatever he is, to join him because he has a lot of contemporary parents, a lot like Lorelai. Uh-huh. And they start their own business together. But Richard... This is a really, really bad character for, and I didn't hate Richard until this. I was like, whoa, Richard's awful. Mm. He teams up with Jason's dad, makes a deal, gets back into business with his dad, so that he was no longer being pushed down to retirement, Mm -hmm. and tells Jason to basically go away. No longer have business with me. And so, and his life is basically just ruined. He loses his job and his business venture and basically his life all at once. Richard does this. Richard does it to Mm -hmm. Jason. So mean. And then Jason's like, you know, how can you side with your dad? And then Lorelai says, I'm sorry. It just makes it really, really awkward and they can't be together because her parents don't want anything to do with them. Yeah, that's right. right. He's going to sue them. And she's like, I'm sorry. I can't stand by you while you sue my parents. Anyway, I guess we should. I could talk about Gilmore Girls all day. There'll be a second episode, perhaps. Shall we do that? We might need to be. (laughs) Back in the new year when we're back. Maybe a revival review. It's hard to say. (laughs) I think think we need to do that. Have a follow-up. There's obviously some unresolved boyfriend (laughs) discussion. I think so. It needs to happen. (laughs) Oh, thanks for having me on for the last few minutes. So this is our last episode for the year. Go listen to some old episodes if you haven't heard them. We want to give shout-outs to all our listeners who have retweeted us, liked us, recommended us for friends, voted in our poll, mm-hmm. particularly the Spacey Space podcast, the Cutaways Space podcast, Space. the Great Albums podcast. Thank you also Anyone. for the people who have messaged in or emailed us your feedback as well. We yeah. really appreciate that. Well, just like people who've, who don't tend to do that but walked up to us in public and been like, hey, I've... In, in person, yeah. in public, <laughs> and I said, oh, I've listened to your podcast, and it's really good. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, it's Thank really, you. really nice to hear that. Mm. Yeah, we make them for you and for us, of course. And so, we want to mainly for us, mainly for us. <laughs> <laughs> so, we really enjoy hearing that you're appreciating it, and we want to keep hearing what you like to hear. Yeah, so we'll see you in 2017. Scary. May it be a better year. Yeah. <laughs> but I was thinking of all the shitty things that have happened during 2016. This was the year that brought us a Gilmore Girls revival. Yeah, very true. So that is one shining star of this horrible, horrible year. Thank you, Amy Schumann Paladino. Yeah. If you're out on the road, feeling lonely and so cold. All you have to do is call Call my name and I'll be there on the next train where you lead. I will follow anywhere that you tell me to. If you lead, be with you. I will follow where you lead. When you're out on the road. (laughs) (laughs) On repeat forever. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please tell a friend. 
If you have any comments or questions, please send an email to highexpectationspodcast at gmail.com or leave us a comment on a post. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at High Expectations Podcast or on Twitter at High EX Podcast. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Pocket Casts, Podcast Addict, or wherever you enjoy podcasts. Have a great week. Meet a cute girl. Kiss her. Suddenly wake up. Featuring all of my friends. Featuring bad toilet dreams. All at once.